The following podcast is sponsored by the new Hood College Gear Shop. The gear shop replaces the old Hood College bookstore. Most of us remember the bookstore as just a place where we bought or rented books. Well, that's not the case anymore. The Hood College Gear Shop is a great place to buy all kinds of things. Need some Hood branded merch? You'll find hoodies and t-shirts, hats and scarves, sweats and socks, mugs and cups. They even have Hood branded blankets. Low on shampoo or soap? They have you covered. Bad breath before class? Buy some gum or Tic Tacs. Need a pen, highlighter, or notebook? The gear shop has tons. Does your roommate have a dog? Buy them a Hood College leash or collar. Need some Advil or Tums? The gear shop has your back. Need a last minute birthday gift for your best friend? You'll find plenty of options. What I'm saying is the Hood College gear shop has you covered for all your gift, school, snack, and blazer branded clothing needs. So the next time you are in wit, stop in and browse around. Mention my name, Gavin Pollard, and the name of this podcast, 318 Chats, and receive 10% off your purchase of any Hood branded merch. But listen to the show first. Welcome to the first episode of 318 Chats. I'm your host, Gavin Pollard. 318 Chats is a podcast where I'll be interviewing your 2023-2024 Hood College Blazer baseball players. Each episode will have a special guest where we will talk about college, being a student athlete, personal stories, and much more. After each interview, we will then take on the Immaculate Grid. The Immaculate Grid is a 3x3 grid in which each day players have a chance to guess 9 players on specific criteria and are given exactly 9 guesses to fill out the grid correctly. Following the Immaculate Grid will be a segment I like to call Mount Rushmore. This segment will be drafting our top 4 things in a particular category that would go on a Mount Rushmore. With all that being said, let's hop into our first episode of 318 Chat. Welcome, welcome to 318 Chats. Today we are blessed to have Joe Alexander on the first episode of this podcast. So let's waste no time. Joe, what's up? How are you today? Uh, I'm doing good. Excited to be on the podcast. We are very excited that you are here. You are our first guest of this podcast that we're going to have in this fall semester. So Joe, tell me uh, where you're from. I'm from Leesburg, Virginia, about 45 minutes away from home. I know there's a couple guys on the team from Leesburg. Uh... Dutch, Steve, yeah. you guys all what played high school together as well? Yeah, we all went to the same high school, Ron County High School, um, and we're all one year apart, so we got to play with each other in high school, and now we played uh, in college. So, being <clears throat> from where you're from, how did you find Hood College? I know you just said it's about 45 minutes away, but uh, how did that process go about? Yeah, so um, I had a handful of schools text me after high school, asking them where to come play baseball there. And I ended up not choosing Hood off the bat. I uh, attended James Madison University just as a student there. And then the first semester uh, was a really good fit for me. So I texted a bunch of the coaches that had reached out before and Hood College seemed like the best fit. Now I know as I first met you, you had mentioned that you also might have been able to play basketball at some of the other schools because you were a pretty good basketball player in high school. Was Hood College on that list? Uh, it was. I my, I my uh, selection for basketball schools wasn't as high as they were, uh, as they were for baseball. So, but yeah, I'd uh, talked with Coach Dickman previously about 
maybe trying to play again. Right. So when you were recruited out of high school and then you decided to go to James Madison, was it a different process after that when you decided to come back to a different school? Like, as in recruiting? Yeah, so I'd say I probably had 10 to 15 schools before I went to JMU. So straight out of high school to play baseball. And then uh, I emailed and texted all of those coaches, and there were only about three that had actually responded and reached back out to me for that. So my process was pretty unorthodox, but I'm happy where I'm at now. Through your experiences at Hood, um, is there stuff you would like to say that you enjoy? You can also say things that you haven't enjoyed so much. Yeah, I mean, I love the team aspect. I love I love baseball. Um, going to JMU first made me miss it a lot. And Hood is a nice little small school. Class environment's better. So, yeah, I mean, I love Hood College. Would you say you feel accustomed here? Yeah, um, definitely. I have a lot of great friends here. Uh, made a lot of great memories. So now flipping to the classroom. Uh, we just talked about sports for a little bit. What's your major that you are getting a degree in right now? IMC. What is that? Would you like to explain it? Yeah, it's uh, sort of a mix of marketing communications. So get a little best of both worlds there. What made you decide to go that route? Um, so after school, I want to be an electrician. So it'll help me you know, start my own business there and get a little background information on that. Yeah, I feel like that definitely can help you market your worth to some of the clients. Um, through some of your major courses, I know there's been digital media, which is a good course. What other courses have you enjoyed taking so far? And maybe even some professors you've liked. Yeah, I'd say a professor I really like a lot is uh, Dr. Witherow. Her, uh, she has, she's a lot in like the public relations and uh, speaking to the people, and I think that's uh, something that everybody should take classes on, really, how to talk to an, uh, an audience. Do you think, why do you think she's a great professor? Is it the way she aligns her classes or uh, something else that yeah, you I prefer? I think her class structure, the way that she gets the whole class involved and keeps everybody uh, discussing the topic at all times, it's... Uh, Something you don't see too often. Yeah, definitely. I feel like her classes have done that for me in the past as well. Um, I know I mentioned visual media production earlier. Uh, did you enjoy that class? Because I know you had it with a couple of the players on the team, like Sailor, uh, Pony, who's graduated, and uh, Joe Mott. Yeah, that was definitely a fun class, getting to uh, be creative and make videos with some of my teammates. And then you'd say, I would say, because I'm also an IMC major, I would say that we have a good mix of guys on the team that are IMC majors. So it seems that most classes we all take, we tend to have someone that we know, which is nice because Hood College is so small. Um, so now we're gonna go into your personal sports teams. I know you said you're from Virginia, so I assume you align with most of the Washington teams, is that correct? Yep, all teams, Capitals, Wizards, Nationals, Commanders. Out of all of those, Who's your favorite to follow and why? Uh, probably the Nationals. I grew up watching them. Uh, Ryan Zimmerman, Max Scherzer, Steven Strasburg, some of my favorite players. Were you, where were you when they won the World Series in, I believe, what was that, 2019? 
Yep, so I was at uh, JNU. Not a lot of old cable TV access there, so I was watching it on some illegal stream on my phone. But it was pretty exciting when they won. I ended up going to the parade right after, too, and it was a lot of fun. Were there a lot of Nationals fans on JNU's campus? Like, did um, you guys do anything crazy, or...? Not so much. A lot of my <clears throat> friends and... A lot of my friends there didn't uh, watch baseball or follow it at all, and my roommate's actually an Orioles fan, so it was it was fun to like brag to him a little bit about about all that. So, you just said you went to the parade. Um, how was that experience? I know I went to the Eagles parade when they won the Super Bowl, and you know it was a little different, but it's kind of the same in the same sense that this was both of their first championships in team history. So a bunch of crazy people out there. Was it crazy? Would you say or? How did that go about? Uh, I don't think the Philly fans uh, quite compared to the Nationals fans. Philly fans are a little more crazy. Nats fans, but it was it was cool to see all the players uh, just having a good time, celebrating with them. Uh, the team aspect it was pretty cool. Right. Uh, so we just talked about the Nationals for a little bit. Now let's transition into the Commanders. Um, last week they played the Eagles which is my team and your favorite team, obviously, being the Commanders. What did you like from the Commanders in that game? Uh, I think I think we have our franchise quarterback. I yes. Think, I think Sam Howell can get it done. You know, it's his first uh, full season as a starting quarterback. I think he's doing a great job battling against uh, the Eagles, who are arguably one of the best teams in the National Football League. Um, he showed up, took him to overtime on the two-minute drill, threw a couple touchdown passes. It was nice. You've, you've said, I mean, obviously we live together. You've said that Sam Howe is, what is it again? The He was the he, truth. He was the question. The question, yeah. And then he was the answer, and now he's the truth. And I stand by that, and I will for the entire season. Who else uh, stuck out to you in that game? I know um, McLaurin played pretty well. Yeah. Um, and Dotson. I love Brian Robinson, Jr. He's a, he's a tough running back, and he wants the ball every, every play. So far, what do you, <clears throat> I guess, what are your expectations for the Commanders this year? Do you think they'll make the playoffs? Because I know last year they almost did, but they got beat out there by the Giants towards the end of the year. Um, do you see this Commanders football team being in the playoffs? I mean, I do. We had, uh, we're two and two on the year so far, and I think uh, Sam Howell's getting more comfortable now. The first couple games were a little shaky, but uh, after that performance versus the Eagles, I think his confidence has got to be through the roof. Yeah, I would definitely say that. I mean, on the Eagles' perspective side here, watching that game got me a little furious because I know the capabilities the Eagles have. But I know every year they play the Commanders. It's always a close game, at least one of the two that they play each year. So I did see a lot of promise out of Sam Howell, though. I was saying that towards the end of last year, that I think the Commanders have a nice little quarterback for the near future. Uh, so now we're going to go into... What's your prediction for them this weekend? I believe they play, I'm looking it up right now. I believe it's the Bears. Yes, it's the Bears. It's Thursday night football. So that's going to be a pretty interesting game to watch, given that the Bears have had their struggles early on. And the Commanders now coming off a tough loss in Philadelphia. So what do you think is going to happen Thursday night? Um, the Commanders are on a two-game uh, losing streak at the moment. And I think they uh, after the Eagles game, I think they're ready to get another W. Yeah, I mean, I think that's definitely going to happen. It looks like it's going to be a home game for the Commanders, so uh, definitely might play a little bit 
better with their home crowd and the Bears, as we said previously, aren't very good this year. And uh, Justin Fields is a running quarterback and we have one of the best uh, defensive lines in the league. So I think they're going to get, I think they're going to get to the quarterback a lot. All right. So now is our first segment of Immaculate Grid. So um, the Immaculate Grid is that we need to guess nine players on specific criteria on a three by three grid, excuse me. And we are given exactly nine guesses to fill out the grid. The grid can be played with baseball, men's basketball, women's basketball, football, hockey, and soccer. Today, Joe has elected to do men's basketball. So here is our first one, which is Wizards Lakers. So now we have to name a player that has played for both of these teams throughout their career. Off the top of my head, I'm thinking Rui Hachimura. Yes. Can't really think of too many other guys. Did, uh, did Luol Dang play for the Wizards at one point in his career? I think he did. He played for the Lakers. The Senate did just confirm that. Yes. Uh, we also have our other housemate, Sevi, who is the Immaculate Grid champion. He'll be on an episode later on uh, this fall. Just after putting in Luol Deng, he, had, he did not play for the Wizards or Lakers. So we're going to go with Rui. But now we only have seven guesses left. So next is going to be Pacers, Lakers. Uh, this is a tricky one. I don't, I don't know too many uh, Pacers players. First one that came to mind was Lance Stevenson, but I know he didn't play for the Lakers. Uh, we'll go back to we'll go back to Wizards Mavericks, since you are a Wizards fan. Kristaps Porzingis. Porzingis. Yes, forty nine percent. Now we're gonna go down it down the little column again. We're gonna do Wizards Magic. I don't. Um, Another tough one there. Did Ish Smith play for the Magic? We're gonna have our our confirmed man Sevi here he's, on the he's call. He's zero for one on the day. Let me just yes, he that. is. He is zero for one on the day after that Luol Dang mishap we've had so far. I say we skip that one for now. What's the what's the far right column? Ten rebounds a game. So Lakers ten rebounds a game. Shaq. Shaq's an easy one. Kareem. Kareem is also an easy one. Did Anthony Davis? Probably. I think he did. Um, Pau Gasol, probably. Pau Gasol, definitely. Hmm. Kobe would have never have had 10 rebounds, would he have? No, I think he capped out about 8 one season. I think well, Gasol might be... No, probably not. I think Gasol might be. Let's try it. It's Pal, right? Mark's the brother. Yeah. Yeah, six percent. That's a All good. Right. That was a good pull there. Thank you. Now we're gonna go Mavericks. Ten rebounds. Uh, you got Dirk. Tyson Chandler, maybe. I think Tyson Chandler definitely got it. What about? Um, Did Kristaps get ten a game for the Mavericks? Probably. What about Christian Wood? Maybe. I don't know if we got enough playing time for 10 rebounds a game. All right, so Chandler? Yeah, I'm good with Tyson Chandler. All right. That was a very high percentage. It was 76, which is understandable. Yeah, not great. All right, now Magic, 10 rebounds. Obviously Shaq. Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. 
Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba. Yeah, that could be one. Uh, I think we're going to go with that one. No, he, he didn't have 10 rebounds. That was uh, given to us by <laughs> our great, great friend, Chevy. Uh, we're so down the guy to, that we just called the grid champion. Yeah, we're down to three. Down to three today. guesses now, which uh, isn't looking great given the fact that we have five spots still. Uh, Pacers, Lakers. Do you think George did George Hill play for the Lakers? Pacers, Mavericks here. Tough, tough grid today. Yeah, the I mean the basketball ones aren't the easiest unless you have a team that you like on here um like baseball guys tend to travel around a little bit more and i feel like it's a lot easier to see them on a different team but basketball it's kind of hard to picture some guys on these different rosters pacers lakers can we think of should we just do shaquille for 10 rebounds for the magic yeah i like that one Roy Hibbert for the Lakers. Yeah. That was 24%. Savvy might have just redeemed himself for a little bit. Uh, we have one guest left, so maybe we should do it on something we definitely can get here. And I don't know what that category is going to be. Mavs, Pacers, anyone? I don't know a whole lot of Pacers players. Did Lance Stevenson ever play for the Mavericks? Reggie Miller? I think he might have been Pacers his whole career. Yeah, I think that's I think that's right. Alright, we're gonna do George Hill as our last guest. Okay, never mind. Sammy looked that up for us that that was wrong. Pacers Magic. Did Ish Smith play for the Magic? I don't know. Or Trevor Ariza. I know he played for the Wizards. Victor Oladipo. Well, that's going to be the first segment of Immaculate Grid. Score to beat is 7 out of 9. Uh, hopefully next time we can do that. Maybe later on we'll have Sevy get on this podcast and see what he can do. But with that being said, we're going to go into our next segment, which is Mount Rushmore. So this segment is us drafting four things within the category that is pre-selected. I did pre-select a category, and our category for this week's Mount Rushmore will be untraditional sports. So, Joe, are you ready for our draft? You're going to go first since you are the guest. Savvy's going to write these on the board. And then after this, I would like the viewers of this podcast to maybe comment on it when it's posted, seeing who had the better draft. So we're going to go. Joe, you ready? I am. Alrighty. Unusual sports. I feel like this is guaranteed number one pick. I feel like we got to go curling here. Curling, yeah. I think that is a unusual sport. Um, very interesting sport, though. I know in the last Winter Olympics, the U.S. men's team played pretty well. But, yeah. So, definitely a sport. So definitely a sport that you don't really grow up wanting to play that's what i want to know how do you get into curling because i would like to get into it it looks it's very fun to watch i think there are places you can go and curl maybe we look into that maybe there's one in the frederick area might check that out um my first pick which i thought you would have taken here is cornhole 
That is, yeah, that's a good one. There is a professional cornhole league. It airs on ESPN. Um, it's. I feel like it is a staple in, in backyard lawn games. I think it's always at every party we go to. Um, yeah, cornhole is mine. Do you want to do snake draft here, or do you want to get go back to the top? I think I think snake draft's the way to go. All right, so with the snake draft happening, that means I'm going to pick again, and I'm going to take... You know, when I looked up this category, I found this one very unusual, and it's uh, lawnmower racing. Wow, that's a good one. Yeah, I, I think it's predominantly in the Midwest, which makes a lot of sense, but... Supposedly, it's a competition that people have, so I guess, yeah, that's that's my one unusual, my next unusual one. The floor is yours now. I mean, those are, it's hard to follow those two. Both great picks. I mean, the only sports I'm thinking of are like, oh, here's a good one. Quidditch. That's, yeah, that is a good one. Um... To note to our Harry Potter super fans out there, Quidditch is played professionally. Or not professionally, but I know it's played in some colleges. Uh, I'm going to look it up here. It says that in all its glory, it's a really cool game to play. Um, and obviously, in the movies, it's played in the air on room six. But since gravity does not allow you to do that, it is played on your feet in these leagues around the world um here's another one that i found searching and it's soapbox racing if you have ever seen the little rascals you know what i'm talking about they have a soapbox racing event at the end and i know that red bull has it sometimes every year and a lot of people turn out to that with my final pick, no, wait, I just picked, I shouldn't have picked there. Yeah, we messed up the snake draft. Yeah, it was you, you were, you were up there. All right, you're fine. We'll do it like uh, when you draft pickup basketball teams. First guy gets one pick, second guy gets two picks, and then you go back and forth. Yeah. You, um, uh, yeah, so now you're, you're here for your third pick. My third pick? If you want, you can take Soapbox. Um, it's a good one, but... Uh, I'm sure. One, I'm sure think, you can. Yeah. I think I have a better I'm one. I'm sure you can top that for sure. The ear pull. You're gonna have to explain that one. I didn't see that one on any list. It's a traditional Inuit game that is entirely about pain endurance. Competitors face each other with their legs connected. A string about two feet long is then looped around the ears. Then the contestants do what the name of the game implies. They pull. And then once one contestant gives out from the pain. The other person wins. Does it say where that game is played? Because that's, I mean, that's... It does not, but I'm going to have to find out after this episode. Yeah, I mean, I've never heard that before. It's kind of a crazy, crazy game. And I don't, I don't think I'd be very good at it. Oh, I think I would be awful at it. Um, <laughs> but it sounds like it'd be a fun, uh, fun sport to watch. Yeah, is it... Uh... Is it going to be my pick here, or is it yours? Uh, yeah, I think your, it's your, your pick, your pick. It's mine. Well, my last untraditional sport, I'm going to go with cheese rolling. Cheese rolling, that's... If you've ever seen it, you know what I'm talking about. I've heard I of it. I think it's in Scotland. I could be wrong on where the origin's from. 
but they roll essentially a block of cheese down a hill and contestants have to run down this very steep hill and chase after the cheese and whoever gets to the cheese first is deemed the winner from the highlights i've seen though it looks like it's very painful and that people leave that place with a couple broken uh bones and bruised legs everywhere but yeah cheese rolling is my untraditional sport it's my last pick for my draft so here you go last pick here for my last pick i'm gonna stay consistent here let's go with toe wrestling I'm assuming that's just wrestling with your toes, I would, right? Yeah, it says here, competitors who lock bare feet and attempt to pin the other person's foot to the ground. So it's essentially... Arm wrestling. Arm, arm wrestling, wrestling, thumb wrestling. Same, same concept. But right? now it's hitting the people that enjoy toes. Which, you know, that's, once not, again, that's not my area of expertise there, but... Yeah, once again, I don't think I'd be very good at that game. I think I'd be a little grossed out. But, hey... That, I, I think I I think I would be very good at that game. Yes, you actually might be. Um, People, given the fact that I've seen you pick up some objects around this house with your feet before. Hey. And you know what? Go for it. But that's gonna yeah, it's gonna wrap up our draft. Um, we're gonna go through the picks again. And Joe took curling, Quidditch, ear pulling and toe wrestling, and then I selected cornhole, mower racing, soapbox racing, and cheese rolling. So let us know who had the better draft. Uh, there's going to be a new category next week and with the new guest on my show. But with that, that's going to wrap up this first episode of 318 Chats. I'm your host, Gavin Pollard, and... My guest today was Joe Alexander. Joe, is there anything you would like to say as our closing remarks? Um, it was nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course. Um, it was a great podcast. Sweet. All right. We'll see you next week with, I believe it's going to be our alumni special episode. and We're going to have some ex-Blazers come in and talk about life after college. And we're going to go through the Immaculate Grid as well. And maybe we'll talk about playoff baseball. I will see you later.